Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, episode 18. And I'm sure for the people who follow me, you have noticed that I haven't been here for the last couple of weeks and that I had previously taken a, a week off as well. Well, that was basically because I needed I needed the break from social media, from podcasting, from putting my life out there. <laughs> because as you all know, I tend to go very personal because that's just me. I speak and have no filter. I said during the week that I should really start censoring myself, but I actually, I'm not sure if it's really possible. I probably will though in this episode a little bit. But yeah, I just, I needed the break off and the last two weeks, I didn't even broadcast that I was taking the bit of time off because after my first week off, there was still a lot going on and I went back in doing the social media, everything, and really I actually just wasn't able for it. I was exhausted and I couldn't get my brain to function properly and to even come up with good enough content. Even for my social media platforms, I was even saying to myself, this content is not good enough for people. And I'm not saying that in a degrading way to myself, it was just... I know that I know so much more and <laughs> you deserve better. So then I said, that's it. I'm I'm deciding to just take the couple of weeks off, take the pressure off myself, let myself just be. Now, obviously, I was still working in clinic and everything like that. And that was great. But I just needed to take that time out for my own headspace and my own my own wellness, like in the the last two weeks, I, I, I'm not a napper, I'd never nap. In the last two weeks, I'd say I was having naps every day just to recharge the batteries. And there's actually nothing wrong with that. Actually, studies prove that people who take naps, it, it, it's better for your health. But obviously, my body and my mind needed a break. So that's kind of bringing me on to this week's episode. And this week's episode, again, isn't very hormonal, but it is in the realm of health and wellness and looking after yourself. And I think for women and men, don't get me wrong, for all my male listeners out there, I I think we all need to take time out. But as I'm a woman and I predominantly work with women, I tend to go towards the female. So... I think, especially for women, we carry so much and we are very, very in tune with our emotions and our feelings and when we suppress them, we tend to get more stressed and worked up because we're not facing things. And it's the same for men who, do, who don't talk about things and who suppress things we go into a state of 
fight or flight and ignoring and running away and not looking at problems that are head on. And then what happens is that we start using different things to suppress our emotions like alcohol, drugs, food, TV, shopping even. We use all these things to suppress our emotions and suppress our feelings and it's it's what's causing a, a massive problem at the moment, to be honest. You've all heard me talk about Brene Brown and Maya Angelou and I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head right now, but it's about showing up. Life is about showing up and it's about showing up for yourself. And that's why this week I'm talking about self-care. Now, you may wonder where I'm going with this. I think I'm kind of wondering where I'm going with it. I have my few notes written out, but even while writing the notes, I was kind of, hmm, where am I going with this? But anyway, what is self-care? Like, it's so many things. There are so many ways to show yourself self-care and self-love. But what I'm seeing nowadays is people putting themselves under severe pressure to be practicing, quote-unquote, self-care. Like, what does self-care look like to you? Is it making sure you're 100%, 100% clean eating all the time? Is it waking up extra early to get your meditation done? Is it... Forcing yourself to be positive about every single thing that happens. Is self-care becoming more of a burden than a positive in your life? Because I think people have put so much pressure on themselves. It's causing more problems with the whole self-care movement. Now don't get me wrong, we do need to be practicing self-care. But... What I'm trying to get at here is, what is self-care for you? Now, for the last few weeks, I've been going to sessions with a woman by the name of Alma, who is absolutely phenomenal. And I've been doing that for my own self-care. Now, it's not counselling, um, It's which you've all heard me speak about before. I love talk therapy. I think everybody should do it. It's so beneficial. I've done it myself on and off over the years in the past, but this isn't counselling. It's um, it's really it's very deep healing work, and it's it's working through energetics, and it's very feminine based, and it's taking me to places that, or not even taking me to places. It's showing me things that I never realised I was hanging on to. And showed me things that, in areas where I lost myself, and lost my feminine, and lost my voice, and lost parts of me. And this work is just, yeah, the word I I the words do fail me for it right now because I've I've just started in within the in the last month and already I. I feel more like myself than I have, yeah, in a long time. But a different version of myself, if that makes in any sense to you. But 
I was in with her this week and she was saying something that I completely agree with and it gave me the the inspiration to do this podcast is like self-care the pressure to be good and clean eating and all in the name of self-care it's still pressure and sometimes self-care is having a cup of coffee now I say that because I gave up coffee for my adrenal glands within the last month and now in fairness I was having nearly five cups a day and I as a naturopath know that is not good for you but we were chatting and I said to her I was like look had a cup of coffee really enjoyed it and she was like I'm delighted you had a cup of coffee sometimes self-care is sitting down having a cup of coffee having a glass of wine binge watching something on Netflix it's okay to do these things every now and then that in itself is self-care but people beat themselves up over it and that's what really kind of gets to me is in trying to practice self-care you're actually suppressing what is really there in front of you and you're suppressing your actual needs now it becomes a problem when you binge watch Netflix every single night or drinking five cups of coffee a day to get you through the day or eating McDonald's breakfast, lunch and dinner, that sort of thing. But having these things every now and then is good for you. So like I've mentioned in my stories and earlier on about how like the last month, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, and like it has. And even before the last month, I was pushing myself so hard in work, trying to push my career forward, working on so many different projects, but then also in my personal life, like I was really going hard there too. Now, I know I always go personal and like to be authentic with you guys, like laying it all out on the table and all that, but for now, that's just not for me. And actually by not being overly personal right now is actually what's truly authentic for me right now but look I push myself so hard and fair and I really lost track of my own health and wellness and honestly kind of lost track with who I am at my core I've spoken before about doing the work of myself over the years and I have I've done loads of work but now I've come to a new crossroads in my life and that crossroads, that familiar call to look inward has it's come knocking again. <laughs> it's that time for me to, to face my shadow side again and learn more and grow from it. And I've been sent down a different path that I was never expecting to go on. To go on. It was not the path or the plan that I had in my mind. And it rattled me. But today I actually read something that really resonates with me. And it's it may feel like a rejection, but it's actually a redirection. And this quote literally just sings to me. Because the work I've been doing over the last few weeks now, it's, it's just blown me away. The sessions that I'm doing, they're just bringing me back to me. 
I hadn't realized I'd lost such a huge part of myself. And then, like even the last day when I was leaving, Alma said, look, I'll be back again in a couple of weeks if you want to book in. And I just looked at her and I said, I, I, I don't have a choice in the matter here, do I? And she was like, no, I don't think you do. It, this is your work now. You have to do this. And I know that I know I'm meant to be there and I'm meant to be learning everything that I'm learning. Like I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in every part of me. And like I've always known that I'm, I've gone through certain situations to be able to have empathy and like for it to give me a, a driving force to be able to help people. And that's what I've always wanted to do. I've always just wanted to, to help people in any way that I can. And be it through herbs, massage, nutrition, naturopathy, these podcasts, just giving my own experiences because it may help someone along the way. Now I know I'm not delving deep into things right now, but maybe in time I will. But I've always known that this is the work that I'm meant to be doing and I know that sounds a bit egotistical saying I'm meant to do this and I'm here for a purpose and all that jazz, but it's what I've always wanted to do. It's what I've always been drawn to do. So it just makes sense. And again, no offense to any of the lads listening out there. It, it's, it's just because I do work predominantly with women, but this work, it's teaching me so much about the feminine energy and what we as women can do. And like I said, it, it is blowing my mind right now because I've, I've said it from the very first podcast that I put out there. We women are so strong. We don't know our own strength. We don't know the power of our own creativity. We don't know the power of our own wombs when we connect in with that energy, with that sacred feminine energy. And this work is really opening it up for me right now. And between books and articles and anything I can get my hands on, I'm completely immersing myself in what that feminine energy means. Now, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with the masculine energy because be it be you a man or a woman, we have both. We have both feminine and masculine energies within us and it's about a balance between them. But as women, we are meant to have a bit more feminine energy. And the feminine is not that we're meant to, it's just, it's it's in our nature, it's, it's who we are. But the feminine is soft and supple and round and it flows. And the masculine is, it's hard and strong and determined but it's about finding a balance of both of them within ourselves and it's this work that's really showing that to me it's really opening it up for me but it's more so opening up the acceptance of my feminine self of being a woman and really nurturing that 
female side and the the sacredness of what that means and how much like I said in podcast after podcast after podcast how much power we hold as women so it's just it's completely opened my eyes to an even bigger picture like I honestly I still don't really have all the words of the full understanding to explain it all right now but what I do know is that my quote-unquote rejection has just led me down the path I'm meant to be on and this is my redirection and that's a beautiful thing as well in itself so working through an awful lot of excuse my French, shit, over the last few weeks. But it's opened me up to, actually, this, it's a redirection. It's it's bringing me on a different journey. Something that I wasn't expecting, but something that I truly believe is in the stairs for me, if that makes any sense. I know some of you may not believe in that. I do. I don't believe everything is fated, I think our actions and choices are will lead us in certain directions, but I do feel that there are certain things that are meant to meant to happen and if they do or don't it's due to our actions and choices. But I there are times when I think there's a higher power at work sometimes. Be that God, Buddha, the universe, I don't know. I don't know who's out there. But all I know is that I'm now doing something that I possibly wouldn't have gone to or got I wouldn't have gone down this road. Not even that I wouldn't have gone down the road, but I wouldn't have been introduced to the person who would have facilitated if I hadn't gone through some stuff a few weeks ago. And with, like, with all this work that I'm doing, like, look, I started my self-care by, like, I went for an intuitive healing massage, but it opened me up to all of this here that I'm talking about. And it does feel like the beginning of a whole new life. But before I went to her, my self-care plan was I was going gung-ho, getting my diet right, getting up super early to go to the gym and train, which by the way I am actually doing but that's only because I've got no blackout lines in my bedroom right now. Um, But yeah, going to the gym, giving up coffee simply to help my adrenals and my nervous system, giving up wine, dairy, wheat, chocolate, takeaways, pizza and oh my god how is putting all that pressure on yourself any sort of self-care when you're already going through a difficult time why are you putting extra pressure on yourself for self-care that's not self-care it's just not putting pressure on yourself to be better it's a stress and that's why whenever like, I give plans to people, nutritional plans, and I'm like, don't do all of this at once because it's too much. It's way too much. 
I was like, start implementing little things bit by bit, week by week. The first thing I say to people is start having a better breakfast for this week only. Don't change anything else. Just have a better breakfast. And that's one change. And then the next week you can do something else. And then the week after that you can do something else. And that's really what your, say, self-care, healthy self-care is. But sometimes, sometimes self-care is actually making a cocoon for yourself. Not going to the gym, giving yourself time off, eating a pizza, having a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, going out with friends, laughing and you know, going out and dancing your ass off. That's self-care. When you're trying to be clean all across the board, everything in your life perfect as a form of self-care, ask yourself, are you doing that for you or are you doing it for someone else? Because if you're doing it for someone else, it's not self-care. It's all those little things. The, well, not even the little things, but the, the going out with your friends, the laughing, playfulness, having fun, dancing your ass off. It's these things that are comforting in the moment and that can give you your sparkle back. And you need to get a sparkle. Yes, be mindful of what you're eating and what you're watching and how much time you're you're sitting and go out and exercise, but do it for you. And do it in a gentle way. Because like, look, I know some of you out there maybe saying, well, that's just, just a cop out to be lazy or to eat shit food. Look, I'm a naturopath. I know what's good for the body. Over the last few months, my diet has been crap, so it has, because I haven't been prioritizing me. I've been prioritizing so many other different things, so many other factors that I just didn't have time to do it. And in the last few weeks, I'm like, right, I have the time now to do this, da-da-da. And then I realized, no, I'm too tired. My self-care right now is going to be sleep and having fun because you should be having fun in life. Like, I know what's good for the body, but sometimes you got to look at what's good for the soul too. Don't get lost in it and, like, don't turn into, don't let it turn into a way to suppress your emotions and to block your emotions. Look, I've done that too. I'm holding my hand up here. But you have to deal with your issues. But sometimes self-care is... It's just giving yourself a break. Stop trying to be perfect all the time. And do what feels right. It's the one thing I always say to people is gut check. Just check in with your gut. There are times when I've gone against my gut and it's bit me in the ass so hard. But sometimes you do just need to sit down in front of the TV and binge watch something on Netflix. Have a slice of pizza. Have a glass of wine. Do you know, sometimes you need to do that for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Like, I'll be honest, that's basically what I've done. <laughs> but like, I, And I've put on three kilos in the last month. 
I'm getting some lovely spots from all the dairy I've been eating because dairy just does not agree with me. And then, do you know what? Yeah, that inner, that old inner monologue of, oh, you're putting on weight, you've got spots, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not this enough, that enough, anything enough, wants to break through. And it does for so many people. But I'm not letting it break through because for the last few weeks I've just given myself the break to just be. And that's okay because I know that as of this week it's not a pressure and it's not a stress. I've started eating right. I've started started having my proper breakfast again. I've gone back to the gym. I've gone back on social media but... I'm doing it in a way where I'm giving myself the time and not putting myself under the pressure first. I'm going out for walks. I'm sitting on the beach, putting my feet in the sand between clients when I can. And I'm not running around like a headless chicken. <laughs> and it's wonderful, so it is. But even though I put on the three kilos, I'm like, do you know what? Eh, who cares? I'll lose it again naturally without dieting once I'm just back doing my normal stuff but then as well the words of my aunt Mary who said to me last weekend to say this every morning and I have I've been doing it every morning I am Orla I am beautiful and today is my day and that right there that self-care it's those little things just being gentle on yourself, being kind to yourself. When that negative talk comes up, asking yourself, where is that coming from? Why do I not feel whatever it is enough? Why am I putting myself down? When you hear those thoughts in your head, you have to ask yourself, where is it coming from and where's the root cause of that? If you find yourself saying that you're fat or you're spotty or you're ugly or you're you're not smart or you're stupid or you're this, that and the other, where is it coming from? It's coming from a place of vulnerability you or lack of vulnerability. You feel like you're not enough, but you are. Every single person on this earth is enough. So if any of this resonates with any of you out there, the one thing I want you to do every morning is look in the mirror and do as Auntie Mary says. Say your name. I am Orla. I am beautiful. And today is my day. And go forward on that day. Like the badass woman that you are. Because remember, you are powerful. So that's this week's episode. Like I said earlier, I didn't know where I was going with it myself. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed it. If you haven't, yeah. It's just not the one for you. There might be a different one for you. But I hope you have. 
and I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and you practice self-care in whatever way that means to you without putting pressure on yourself. And know that you are enough and you are lovable. So happy Thursday and happy hormones, guys.